I snapped awake like a mortar round going off. Screaming, I rolled across my tossed sheets, scrambling for a weapon that wasn't there. My hands searched through the bed covers on autopilot. Even as I tried to convince myself I was safe in my own bed. I'd awoken that same way a hundred times since my last day in Afghanistan, although sometimes the scream stayed stuck in my throat, making it hard to breathe. My heart was pounding so loudly I could hear it in my ears. I was sweating and terrified. It was as much flashback as it was nightmare. The staff at Walter Reed had told me it would get better over time. Post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD. It was common after incidents like mine. Incidents. My incident happened 21 June 2014 in a no-name shithole village east of Kandahar. The incident almost killed me. Our convoy was taking it slow along the road that was Main Street through the village. We had started out of patrol base Bulldak at O-Dark 30, so it was still early when we arrived at the village. It wasn't even supposed to be a part of the day's mission. We were heading much further east, or so we thought. It was already 85 degrees, and it would be well over 100 by noon. We were in a Humvee that none of us liked, and not just because of the crappy air conditioning. The same three guys that I was with that day had been with me in an up-armored version of this vehicle when we had hit an IED two months earlier. My gunny, Deke, used to say IEDs were like chicks. They came in three sizes. Petite ones that would get your attention. Medium-sized curvy girls that would throw you around pretty good. And the fat girls that might just kill you if they get a hold of you. That day, two months ago, we rolled over a petite girl. It lifted the truck off the ground a few inches, gave all of us a concussion and ringing ears for a few days, and my best friend, Frank Squid Scudero, pissing blood for two days. Other than that, we ended up lucky. Light duty for ten days back at Camp Leatherneck, which suited all of us just fine. Then, back out to the shit. On this particular day, our Rhino, which is a heavyweight, up-armored transport vehicle, was out of service because of some damage it had taken a few days prior. We ended up with a version referred to as a P.O.S., or piece of shit, in civilian terms. It was sitting in the rear right next to Johnny Mac. We were the second vehicle from the front in a five-vehicle convoy. Squid was driving, and Chuck was riding shotgun. Because the air conditioning in this particular P.O.S., kept the inside of our vehicle at about 130 degrees, I cracked my door a bit and shoved my face out to the air outside. Either Vehicle 1 missed the pressure plate, or the IED was detonated remotely. But as we rolled along at about 15 miles an hour through the Brown Village, we hit a fat girl. An EFP, or Explosively Formed Projectile. For simplicity's sake, an IED that forms a copper slug capable of ripping even a tank apart. I don't remember much of the explosion, just the sensation of being weightless in a brilliant yellow light that was without sound. I ended up on the road about thirty feet from the smoldering wreck that had been the Humvee, lying on my back. At first there was only bright light and silence. My ears weren't even ringing, just pure silence. No pain, 
No nothing. I was just lying there, weightless and in total peace. Everything was sort of gray. And then things started to change very rapidly. The sound slowly came back on with a shrill ringing in my ears, and I could hear explosions and heavy gunfire. It was amazing to me, lying there flat on my back, how the world could go from such peaceful silence to the loudest noise level I'd ever heard. I tried to roll and find a weapon, but I couldn't move. I moved my head as best I could and watched as Marines scrambled everywhere firing off magazines on full auto as RPG rounds screamed over me and exploded against our vehicles and the ground around us. Tracers danced over my face like the 4th of July. I knew we were in the shit. I knew I was supposed to move and find cover. Problem was, I couldn't do a damn thing. I was telling my arms and legs to move.